Hello and welcome to Central Life Church and this is our podcast. We hope you enjoy today's message and we pray that it encourages you, inspires you and builds your faith. Enjoy the message. God is your ever-present help in time of need. Hebrews 11.1, which we all know, says that now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Now faith is. That's it, phrases in the present tense. Right now, right this very second, faith is a substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. When Jesus raised Lazarus from the dead, he'd been, he'd been dead four days, right? And Jesus, it seems, purposely stayed away until the four days were up. And it was four days after his death that he arrived in Bethany, which was the home of Lazarus, Lazarus and his two sisters, Mary and Martha. John 11, 20 to 26 says, Then Martha, as soon as she heard that Jesus was coming, went and met him. But Martha, Mary, was sitting in the house. Now Martha said to Jesus, Lord, if you'd been here, my brother would not have died. But even now I know that whatever you ask of God, God will give you. And Jesus said to her, your brother will rise again. And Martha said to him, I know that he will rise again in the resurrection at the last day. And Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. He who believes in me, though he may die, he shall live. And whoever lives and believes in me shall never die. Do you believe this? Jesus was standing in front of Martha when she said to him, Lord, if you'd been here, Martha was consumed with the past and did not realise that it meant what it meant for Jesus to be presently right there with her. She was still consumed with the death of her, of her brother. And, and like, you know, if you'd have been here, he wouldn't have died. You would have been able to do something. But now it's four days gone past, like, you know, he stinketh. And then the next comment is, oh, I know that he'll rise again in the resurrection at the last day. This time Martha was looking to the future and only to the future. Nothing in the now. It was either past or future. She knew Lazarus would, Lazarus would die, would rise again at the last day during the rapture, but she was not paying attention to the Jesus in the now. And Jesus simply said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. I am, which is the present tense. I am the resurrection and the life. I know Jesus was in your past and did thus and so. And I know he'll be in your future to help you doing thus and so. But he says, forget the past, forget the future. I am, present tense. We tend so much to forget the present. We're either looking to the future or reminiscing or remorsing the past. I am the resurrection. He is here right now, the resurrection and the life. 
And I know we're looking to the rapture, and I'm all for that. When Jesus comes to gather us up and we'll be with him. But it's the right now that we should be focusing on. You know, mercies and grace are fresh every morning. They're a daily thing. It's now. It's in the present. We need to remember that there's no such thing as an age of miracles where miracles happen once, but, oh, they don't happen anymore because we've outgrown them. We have a God of miracles who is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He is our ever-present help right now, Psalm 46 says. James 1.17 says, every good gift and every perfect gift comes from the Father of lights. Good gifts are for people from all over the world. God brings the rain on the just and the unjust, the sun on the just and the unjust. But God's perfect gifts, they're reserved for his people, his children, us believers. Psalm 46.1 says, God is our refuge and our strength, a very present help in time of trouble. In all the affairs of life, be it in the pandemic, in the areas of lack, in uh, uh, marital turmoil or any other area, God is our refuge and our strength. His help is timely and present. He is here to help you right now, right now, now, now is, now is in faith. Remember the stories in the Old Testament. The same God who delivered Goliath into David's hand is the same God who will deliver you out of anything that you're in and deliver into your hand everything that is besetting or concerning you. The same God. The same God that told Moses to raise his rod and part the sea is the same God who walks with you on a daily basis by the Holy Spirit and whispers into your spirit, I love you. I love you. I want to take care of you. Stop struggling. Stop trying. Relax. All the salvation of God, all the answered prayers, and all the supernatural help of God is on your side today. Today, helping you whenever the need arrives. When an athlete performs an outstandingly while playing on the field of sports, some of the terminology is given, well, he's in the zone or he's in the flow or he's in a state of grace. In the same manner, God desires for us to flow with him so that he can do wonderful works in our lives. And this happens when we realise we are under grace. We don't have to get under grace. We are under grace. It is by grace that you are saved through faith. Faith is calling those things that be not as though they are. 
just as your heavenly father did to create all of this. Law is demand orientated. You shall, you shall, you shall, you shall. Whereby the more we try not to do something, the more we fall into it. 1 Corinthians 15, 56 says that the strength of sin is the law. Grace is being about supply-minded. I will, I will, I will, says God, acknowledging that God is supplying and working through us to bring about the best outcome in our lives. When you participate in the flow of what God is doing, you will find yourself perpetually in a state of grace where his grace flows through every area of your life. When you labour over something too much or overthink things, and that is a problem that many Christians have, they overthink things. They want to work it all out. I've got to know the end from the beginning. And then every little nitty-gritty bit in the middle. Well, God doesn't work that way, I'm sorry. He's told you the end. You will be with him forever in paradise. He's told you the beginning. He created you in his likeness. The middle bit, that's his, not yours. It's his. He works it out. It is up to us to rest in the finished work of the cross. We rest. Now, rest is not sitting down and doing nothing. Resting is spirit-filled activity or spirit led activity, led by the Holy Spirit. When you labour over something too much, when you overthink things, that's when you step out of grace or step out of the zone. Perhaps it's a presentation that you've got to make or while you should be prepared to diligently prepare it, it's important that you don't overthink or worry about it. Just pray. Step into it and relax. Let God be God in your life. You know, in 1998, the soccer player Zidane took home the win for his team in Brazil after playing outstandingly on the field. And when asked about how he managed to perform so well, he said that he wasn't focused on winning the game, but rather he was focused on enjoying the game. Similarly, when we enjoy what we're doing, we step into the flow of the Lord. When we are enjoying the presence of God, when we are enjoying the favour of the Lord, when we are enjoying our rest in him. 1 Timothy 6.17 says, God who gives richly all things to enjoy. God has given us all things to enjoy, richly. Whatever you're waiting on or believing God for, don't be anxious about it. Don't try and help him out. Don't say, well, you know, God's going to do this for me and this is how we're going to do it. Don't be anxious about the results. The results will be there. Believe you will have what you prayed for and more will be given to you. <coughs> Excuse me. No wait for the pandemic to be over to start enjoying your family or by waiting for the future event to happen, whatever that is. 
Be present right now in your relationships with your family. You don't have to worry about the future or postpone your enjoyment. You can see the good in the now and begin enjoying life. For parents, whatever age of growth your children may be in right now, enjoy it. Because let me tell you, they grow up, they get married, and they go off and have their own families. Show them love by listening to them at whatever level they're at. Enjoy your children. Don't be a hard taskmaster. You know, Romans 6.14 says, sin no longer has power over you when you are under grace. Grace and the anointing from God is what gives us the constant flow that leads to success. Sin no longer has power over us because we are under grace, not under law. Just like how creaky... Uh, door hinges work smoothly after you apply a little bit of oil. When we are anointed with fresh oil, Psalm 92.10, we'll not have to put in a lot of painful, toilsome effort in order to squeeze out some results. Instead, we can simply be led by the Holy Spirit and do the right thing at the right time without worry or anxiety and yield great results because the God of this universe is your father and he loves you so much. Be blessed, church. Thank you for listening and a special thank you to those who give generously to help us continue this ministry. To support us, visit us on the web at www.centrallife.com.au or at the PayPal link in the description. To find out more about us, follow us on Facebook and you can also find us on YouTube. We'll see you next time.